Good evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast. Um, I'm obviously in an undisclosed location once again. Um, but I wanted to go live because <laughs> what I've noticed about culture today is, is that there's a lot of people out there putting a lot of information out. You can literally go crazy if you read some of these stories on the internet. And uh, it's important that you know, we know the distinction between fake news. Now, you know, first we got the mainstream media. They're putting out fake news and propaganda. Guys like CNN, you know, outlets like CNN, MSDNC, I mean, MSNBC, excuse me. Um, you know, the usual suspects, the Wall Street Journal, um, you know, Washington Post, sometimes the Wall Street Journal, um, New York Times, Politico, BuzzFeed, you know, um, I, you know, I, I mean, there's so many, I can't name them all. You guys know what I'm talking about, but some of them are worse than others. Some of them are constant, just, just rags. They put out fake propaganda all the time to stir the pot. You know, sometimes they go back and forth. Sometimes it's like, uh, the, the, the Washington post does it one week bombshell story. Remember that? Remember that one? Like every week there was like a bombshell story for the Russian collusion delusion. Remember that bombshell, President Trump, he's in trouble now. You know, people are like calling me, Todd, is he in trouble? Is he gonna get arrested? I was like, no, we gotta pray this through. He didn't do anything. It has nothing to do with Russian collusion. But remember that time period? Remember when they were all out there every weekend, like right before the weekend, it was like a bombshell. Remember that? Bombshell, bombshell. <laughs> well, that really, you know, fed guys like me and the other truth tellers out there to, to start doing more of what we're doing because we had to counter this ridiculous narrative that the fake news, you know, put out there. They put out this, this narrative every week. There was a bombshell, New York Times bombshell. And then you start finding out these stories. They're, they're totally, I mean, what, what are they basing it on? A source, a source said this, a source said that, you know, who is, who's your source? Well, I know who my source is. I know my, who's your source? Hopefully, uh, you're asking the Holy Spirit for discernment and wisdom. That's what I do every day. Ask the Holy Spirit, give me wisdom. Give me discernment on this. But a lot of people are putting this thing out right now. And uh, I, I think even CNN picked this up. I think they actually put it out there because they want to put fear in the American people. They want to put fear. And they're also trying to paint a picture. You know, like every time when they say Russia, 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 I always say, well, let's look at China. Because they say, look here, don't look there. Now, does that mean Russia is the good guy? Does that mean that we, you know, Russia is our best friend? No. But I'm just saying a lot of these guys, they're afraid to call out China. Why is that? Why are they afraid to call out China when China is clearly a much more significant threat globally? They're trying to initiate the one belt, one road. They're trying to be the dominant power in the world, ladies and gentlemen. They're trying to push their ideology, communism, you know, control, censorship, uh, you know, I don't know if you understand what's going on in China, but, um, you know, there's pastors that get in touch with me and they say, friends of mine just disappear. They just disappear. You know, I, I was speaking to a missionary a few months ago. We were talking about this. And then there's this group of people called the Uyghurs. They're, they're mainly Muslim people, but they get put in these basically modern day concentration camps, but it's not just the Uyghurs. I want, I want you to understand that it's not just the Uyghurs in China. There's an underground church there because there's a state run church. And they're allowed to say, you know, what China and the government, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, tells them they can say. They're not allowed to preach the full gospel. I want you to understand that. Then there's the underground church, which are, which are the remnant, just like we have here in America. There's a remnant. 
And those are the people that are preaching the full gospel, that are walking in the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that are preaching the full gospel. So there's, there's a remnant in China, and they've had to operate this way for a long time because there's been strict censorship under the CCP. And so Americans don't understand what they're trying to implement here in the United States with this censorship regime. But it's a very, it's a very similar, if not almost exactly the same, philosophy that the leftists have now grasped. Now, I'm not talking about Kennedy Democrats. I'm not even, I'm not talking about the old Democrat liberals. Okay, there, there's a distinction. Dennis Prager actually makes a really good argument for this. There's a distinction between the old school liberals and the radical left that's taken over the party here in the United States. And those are the guys pulling the strings. Don't, don't get it twisted. Even a guy like Joe Biden, behind him, these are the people that are pulling the strings in the modern day leftist movement. And that's why you have people like Ocasio-Cortez and Ihan uh, Omar and others that have now you know, infiltrated the party. These are people that George Soros wants, wants in these positions and people like him that are the, the puppeteers behind the, you know, behind the scenes and the ones that are funding these, uh, you know, these uh, attorney general positions in, in, uh, you know, in, in the states and uh, you know, local uh, municipalities, some of these positions that they're funded by Soros. He puts in radicals in these positions, and that's why we're seeing these draconian ordinances around the country, especially in blue cities, obviously in blue cities, blue states. It's because there's been a, a virtual uh, takeover of, of the party where these radicals have been funded and have won these elections and have gotten into these positions. And so, you know, there's infiltration from within that's going on. It's a very complex situation, infiltration from within. We're seeing this as, as we all know in our heart, at least I hope we do, that you know, unscrupulous things have taken place in this election. It's not that hard. I mean, all you gotta do is look at the numbers. I think somebody said it was like you know, winning the Super Bowl like three times in a row. And uh, you know, it, it was like crazy odds, crazy odds, even worse than that. You know? And so statistically, probability-wise, looking at the numbers, looking at the anomalies, I'm hearing about these, these things called phantom voters. I'm just learning about this, phantom voters, where they take somebody's name, like my name, Todd Coconato, and they put like Todd M. Coconato, Todd L. Coconato, and they, 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 they have all these phantom voters on the voter rolls that vote Democrat, of course, because they never vote Republican. So there's phantom voters, then there's like zombie voters. I didn't know about zombie voters. Zombie voters, I guess, are people that have died that are somehow still voting. So there's all these different ways and, and, and you know, all these different ways that they have all this fraud. So their fraud is rampant and we're seeing it. So the, you know, we're looking at the courts and we're saying, why aren't they taking the cases? I think it's like 67 cases that have gone through the court systems and none of them have been kicked out from what I understand, according to the lawyer friends of mine, on the basis of merit. They're all being kicked out on the basis of procedural issues. Procedural, because they don't want to get into the merit, because the merit is the evidence. So, so far, there's there's really been no cases where they've been able to present the evidence, you know, and, and, and really bring it out. So people say like, well, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Well, I'm explaining to you why the evidence hasn't been brought out. There is a, a tremendous amount of evidence, obviously. There's so much evidence. So we're frustrated in watching what's happening in the courts. Now there has been another case that's reached the Supreme Court. Uh, one of Sidney Powell's cases I, I heard the other day has reached the docket. We'll have to see how that plays out. I haven't heard any new reporting on that. 
Donald Trump is now saying that he's going straight to the Supreme Court with the Pennsylvania case. Um, I guess they're going to reissue that uh, from the procedural uh, standpoint. I guess there was a different way that they're filing it now. So I, I don't really know, haven't looked into that too much. It's kind of breaking news. But, uh, you know, they're going to be going back to SCOTUS on that. So we'll see how that turns out. You know, there's been all the rumors about the meeting at SCOTUS. Did it happen? Didn't it happen? Was there yelling? Um, from what I'm hearing, that was legitimate. I don't know, but that's what I'm hearing. I'm still hearing that that, that did happen. So, you know, it's hard to say because I was telling my friend, what they do now is they put out a story and then they put out a counter story. And it's like, you sit there and it's like two totally opposite versions of reality. So which one is real? And that's why I'm saying we got to operate in discernment. So we got to really, this is where the church comes in. This is where the, the body of Christ comes in, where we have to go back to our source. Who's our source? Our source up above and ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, is this true? Lord, is this happening? And, and we got to be careful because the enemy has, a, has a, an assignment here. Okay, the enemy always, always wants to make the church look stupid. The enemy always wants to make the people of God look, you know, foolish so that he can try to discredit us. You know, that's what he's been doing since, you know, the early times, the early days. He always wants to discredit the body, even though he knows. He knows the authority we have. He knows that our prayers count. He doesn't want us praying. He doesn't want us encouraged. He doesn't want us encouraging one another. He doesn't want us strengthening one another in faith. He, he wants us to give up. He wants us to put our heads down. He wants us to feel like we're defeated and we're, and we, we're more powerless. When he knows that a praying church and a remnant church and an anointed church has the power and the authority, because that's what the word of God says. We have the power and the authority, the breaking down of strongholds, the taking of the territory to go out, to cast out, to drive out, ekbalo in the Greek, right? To go out, cast out, drive out. That's, that's the authority the church in America has if we take our authority, if we take the power that God has given us. But we need to know it. And we can't be discouraged and defeated and giving up, like I said earlier today. So back to the message here. The martial law. That, that, that word, martial law. Now think about it. When you think about martial law, is the president going to invoke martial law? Well, first of all, he can invoke martial law. Of course he can invoke martial law. I mean, he's the president of the United States, the commander-in-chief. So don't listen to the fake stories that are saying the military is not with him, the military is against him. All these different things that people are saying. He's the commander-in-chief of the United States military. Still there, still president. So trust me, he's got a lot of tools, a lot of tools, a lot of different things that he could do. But here's the thing. And yes, people are mentioning I'm censored. I'm highly censored. In fact, if I go to my page on my administrator page on Facebook, it literally says, that you know, you're only a fraction of people are able to see your video. It's called limited distribution. I do them anyways, because you know what? I ask you guys, can you please share it? And uh, I gotta keep doing what I do. I can't let Facebook shut me up, right? And we try to put it on other sites, but yes, somebody mentioned that, you're correct. Mass censorship, as usual, people don't get the notification. I know, people will tell me, you never go live anymore. I'm like, I go live a lot. You just gotta go to my page, unfortunately. But let's get back to the information here. So. The deal is this, is martial law, everyone's talking about martial law. When you think about martial law, you think about movies, you know, like, you know, where the, the military takes over the streets of America and there's, you know, soldiers everywhere and there's, you know, military driving down the street with tanks and, you know, armored vehicles. And then we, we start thinking of Iraq and, 
Things that we've seen in our lifetime. You know, all the movies where martial law took place. The, the chances of that happening are extremely, extremely unlikely. So I want to just give you that peace and let you know that we're not at that place right now. The president has a lot of tools. He's, he's got, uh, in fact, I just spoke to a staffer tonight and she very articulately explained that they have a very detailed strategy right now. Very good one. Now, like I said earlier, I, we can't just lay it out for everybody because then we'd be giving the cards to the people on the other side. Well, why would we want to do that? They, they're tuning into our live streams now. I, I just had another leftist outlet pick up my live stream and say, there's this pastor, he's a Trump pastor. They call me a Trump pastor. No, I'm not a Trump pastor. I'm a pastor that wants to see our nation have freedom. That doesn't want to see it go into tyranny like we're seeing in some states like California. We don't want that nationwide. We don't want Governor Whitmer nationwide. We don't want, uh, you know, uh, Gavin Newsom nationwide. We don't want Cuomo nationwide. We don't want that. The Democrats have shown us what they do when they're in power. And we don't want that. So it's not about Trump pastor or you make Trump an idol. No, God is my God. And I told you, I'm going to serve him no matter who's president. And I'm going to speak the same, you'll see. The same stuff I talk about, I'll talk about whoever wins the election. We're going to preach about the blood of Jesus Christ, the cross of Calvary, holiness, purity, righteousness, the word of God, how God is in the miracle working business. He does the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's an Acts chapter 2 anointing that's available for us, a suddenly a move of God in this nation, which we think is coming sooner than later. We're already seeing a move of God. People are waking up in the droves. Listen, I just got done at Turning Point USA. Let me tell you something. Those kids are smart kids. I talked to a lot of them. I was at, you know, just sitting down and people were coming up and talking to me and, and, and you know, talked to so many of those kids at Turning Point USA. Brilliant. I'm excited to see what the youth, we're producing some amazing, articulate, I mean, I could have had these guys on my show. These were kids. They, they're so well-spoken. They're so smart. And they love the Lord. I was just, you know, I didn't hold back. I mean, this wasn't necessarily a Christian event, but I, I just talked like I was at church and literally talked to these kids about Jesus and their calling and their anointing and their passion. And they were tracking. I'd say 99% of them were Christian. So God is raising up a remnant for this hour. We shouldn't be discouraged and dismayed. The enemy doesn't want you know you to know, us to know how much ground we're taking as we move forward in the spirit of the living God and we preach truth. And they can censor me all they want. How, how, it's so funny. My video says 107 people. I don't know how many you see, but it says 107 people. But how is it then that they get picked up on right wing watch and all these, all these leftist bloggers if, if no one's watching, if no one's listening? Well, somebody's listening, right? So, you know, I, I, think they, I think the numbers are fraudulent. I think they, they don't want us to know how many people are out there because they don't want us to understand the strength in numbers that we have. Remember the, the D.A.R.E. program, you know, D.A.R.E. against drugs? They would always say there's strength in numbers. We have strength in numbers. There's a, a, a large force, a powerful force of the remnant, the people that are tired of the nonsense. They want to stand for the full Bible. They want to truly see a move of God in this nation that are contending, that are praying, that are on their faces praying for this nation, praying for a move of God. Right now, there's people that are doing that right now. So don't get discouraged. There's so many of us. There's so many of us. I was talking to Kirk Cameron the other night, you know, and just telling him how much, Kurt, I appreciate you, man. 
Thank you for all the things you do. And, you know, encourage the people that are bold. Encourage the people that are out there standing for truth. Encourage them. When you see them, tell them, thank you. We're praying for you. We stand with you. Thank you for being bold. Thank you for speaking the truth. Thank you for for being a, a remnant believer in Christ that's out there willing to do this. So the deal is this. If somebody's putting out some fake stuff on there, Trump is declaring martial law. Don't listen to that person, please. If, if, if he does end up using the tool, which is one of the tools in his toolbox, he's got many tools, several tools, several tools out there. Okay, let me just explain. He's got several tools right now, several paths. And, and as we see more and more evidence, because the evidence is so overwhelming, but there's even more. I'm going to tell you, there's even more that you're going to see maybe in this next week that's going to be so mind-boggling of how that this could happen in America. That people are going to be like, what the heck? How did this happen? I think people already feel that way, right? But we're hearing that there's even more. And it's, and it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming proof. More proof than anybody would ever need to prove their case. That there's been a, a, an attempted coup. An attempted steal of our election. But I believe that it's not going to happen. Because, again, we've been saying it since the beginning. We've got to pray this through. On the 6th, the president has called... Millions of people to descend on D.C. to show our support for the president. If I can get out there, I'm going to. I've been traveling a lot. But if I can make it out there, I think it's important. As many of us that can go down there to show support. Because this is a critical infrastructure, a critical uh, moment of decision in our nation. Intersection is what I'm trying to say. Critical intersection. Critical juncture that we're in right now. It's a critical juncture in our history. And so we got to make sure that we show the Supreme Court the support that the president has because they get affected by that, ladies and gentlemen, when they know that this guy's got an army of people all around the country. You know, uh, I was talking to some of the president's staff at an event and, and I was just telling them, you know, we're, we're all around the country. They say, well, yes, we are too. We're all around the country. We're seeing the support. They know the president knows. So don't listen to the fake news stories out there. So is he going to do some dictator move and take over the country and, you know, put everybody into martial law? I, I think that's highly unlikely right now. Now, one of the tools that he does have is the Insurrection Act. But how that would be played out is not martial law like you see in a movie. Um, it would be more along the lines of seizing the machines, you know, um, making sure that they secure the machines because we know that there's been fraud. If that were to occur, um, that, that's more of what that would look like, okay? Now, of course, if a city erupted... And there was like some major rioting somewhere or whatever. Yes, there would have to be a response to that. And I don't think the president's going to mess around with that anymore. I really don't. Uh, I think everybody, Americans, patriots on both sides of the aisle, honestly, to be quite frankly, are tired of seeing our nation burned. Of course, the left will continue to say, stand down to the police. It's like they want that for some reason because there's literally anarchists in the party that hate our country, unfortunately. It's very sad. It's demonic. Its origins are demonic. I mean, anybody that wants to do those things, you got to think like, who are they bound, you know, who are they uh, beholden to spiritually that they want to go burn down buildings? That's why I was so uh, encouraged to see the people at Turning Point. These kids are total stark opposite of that. They want to build. They want to be entrepreneurs. They want to be successful in life. They want to, you know, make America a better place to live. So, you know, you got a stark contrast here. But I just wanted to go because it's like I go through my feed and I see people getting caught up in this whole martial law thing. 
There's a big distinction between the Insurrection Act and martial law like you would see in a movie. CNN, Washington Post, you know, New York Times, MSNBC, you know, even Fox News. They're, they would love to paint the president exactly how they've been trying to paint him for years. Here it is, you know, Joe Biden won, and here comes Trump. He's trying to be a dictator and take over the country. That's their narrative. Oh, he's going to put us in martial law and take over the country because he's a dictator. Couldn't be farther from the truth. The man loves our country. We just want a fair and free election. Come on. You know, we want to see uh, your vote count, every legal vote count. And, and so it has nothing to do with dictatorship or tyranny. If you want tyranny, look at California. If you want tyranny, look at Governor Whitmer. If you want tyranny, look at Cuomo. Look at, that's tyranny. They always say, look here, don't look there. Well, that's what the devil does. Look here, don't look there. So I just wanted to tell you, it's not martial law. If that was even something that would happen. And we don't even know that the Insurrection Act will even be used. Because they might not need to. There's cases in the Supreme Court. There's, there's a, a way through the Congress that I've been talking about where the election is a contested election, which it is. And then uh, if no one hits the 270 mark um, because of certain states that are contested due to their irregularities and voter fraud and one senator, all we need is one senator. We already have several congressmen that contest the results of the election. And then it goes into a contested election and then it becomes what is known as a contingent election. If it makes it to the 18th of January, where there's no one that's reached the 270 because of the contested election, it becomes what's known as a contingent election. And if there's a contingent election, then it goes back to the House and back to the Senate. The Senate chooses the vice president. The House chooses the president. But it's not like you would think because it's not the, uh, the each, each House member. It's one vote per state. And it just so happens that the Republicans have more states. So... If we hold the Senate, which I think we will, and even if we don't, we have a tiebreaker in Pence in the Senate. So it would be very likely that we would still get the Senate vote. And it would be very likely with the House, uh, you know, the House, we have the legislative majority in, in, in the House vote. So one vote per state, very likely that Donald Trump would win that. And, and it's a very likely scenario that that's what could happen. So there's many tools in the toolbox but I, the, the tool that you shouldn't be listening to is the internet mumbo jumbo and the CNN fake news of tyranny. And, and when something like, when I start seeing that all through my feed, I think, uh-oh, this is an assignment because Christians are, are going to be look really stupid if we're sharing this information. We got to be careful not to get caught up in that stuff. Because we have the truth in Jesus Christ and the word of God and the gospel. But there's a lot of fake news out there and it, it could be an ensnarement. So that's why we have to have discernment and wisdom. Now, again, I want to make myself clear. The Insurrection Act is something the president could implement. I'm not saying he's going to. I have not heard that he will. But what I'm saying is it is a tool in his toolbox. But it's not martial law like in the movies. So you got to make that clear distinction. And you're not going to see military tanks rolling down your streets. Not unless somebody's trying to burn down your city. And then you might see that because they might have to send in, you know, the National Guard or whatnot. But it's not martial law. America's not going under martial law. Okay. So anybody who's telling you that, just push back on them. Tell them it's fake news. And um, the main thing that we can be doing right now is praying, you know, 
fasting, travailing, praying with our families, spend time with your family over the holiday, the Christmas season, and pray with them. You know, what a, what a perfect opportunity, even if they don't agree with you, you know, politically, what a perfect opportunity it would be to get everybody together and say, you know what, we may not agree politically, let's not get into that whole argument, but why don't we pray for our country? It's kind of hard to argue that, right? Let's get together as a family, let's pray for our country, let's pray for God's will, let's pray for an awakening that the people would not go into civil war, because we know that's a very real possibility, we see what's going on out there. It's a great opportunity to get the family together, even when they don't agree, and to pray. And I believe God responds to the prayers of the righteous. In fact, I know he does. The devil wants us to feel powerless. We are not powerless and we are not defeated. And this goes back to knowing our identity in Jesus Christ. It's super crucial and important. We know our identity in Jesus Christ. So anyway, I hope I bring a little bit of clarity to the situation because again, I'm seeing all throughout my feed. And these, a lot of my people on my feed are Christian people. So little concerning. So I just want to Make the distinction. There's a clear distinction between martial law and the Insurrection Act. And so don't buy into the fake news. Don't buy into CNN. Don't buy into the propaganda. And don't buy into the internet stuff that's also just probably just as bad. All right, guys? All right. Love you. Bless you. Have hope. Jesus is our hope. We always have hope. Who are we in Jesus Christ? Our identity. We're victorious. That's who we are. As a people of God, we're victorious. And our prayer is a powerful weapon. And that's why the enemy doesn't want us praying. So pray, pray, pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pray without ceasing. Pray, get on your faces, get on your knees. Fast if you can. And I believe God's going to respond. I really do. I really believe God's going to respond. Do you believe it? I believe it. I really do. <laughs> so, well, you know, I guess I'm guilty of having too much faith. I don't know. That'll be my crime, right? But I really do. All right, guys. Bless you. I love you. You can go to ToddCoconado.com. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon.